0: Hello and welcome to your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Allison Pitt, and today is Tuesday, October 29th, 2019. On today's show, Brent Spiner talks about returning to data at Destination Star Trek. The first Star Trek novel set in the Kelvin timeline is due out next year, and the CBS and Viacom merger is closer than ever, and ahead of schedule. All this plus the week's Trek trivia coming up next. At Destination Star Trek last weekend, Brent Spiner expressed his surprise at being asked to return to Star Trek, but said that eventually they made him an offer he couldn't refuse. Star Trek.com brings us the story from Spiner's panel that he told the audience he thought he was done with the data character after the events of Nemesis. We had been told in almost no uncertain terms by Paramount Pictures that this was going to be our last film, he said. At the time, I thought it was the right way to go. When Sir Patrick Stewart revealed in 2018 that he was returning to the franchise, Spiner said he didn't expect to be a part of the new project. He said, Patrick just said to our original cast that he was doing a show, and it's not Next Generation there was no indication from him that any of us would be a part of it in any way. But eventually, the call came, and Spiner joked with the audience at Destination Star Trek about how that call went. He said, I assume they wanted me to play Picard because I can. I've gotten younger. I'll last longer. So they said, Well, would you have any interest in playing Data again? And I said, Make me an offer I can't refuse. Which apparently they did. They did because Spiner will be reprising his role as Data when Star Trek Picard premieres in January 2020. More than 10 years after the premiere of Star Trek 2009, the Kelvin Timeline is getting its first original novel. Trek Corps announced on Twitter... The first Star Trek Kelvin timeline novel, originally slated as Refugees from author Alan Dean Foster and retitled The Order of Peace at STLV 2019, is now called The Unsettling Stars and will arrive in April 2020. From publisher Simon & Schuster, who it should be noted is owned by Viacom, the new novel is the first original Star Trek novel by author Foster. His previous Star Trek work includes the Star Trek Log series of novelizations of the animated series and the novelizations of Star Trek 2009 and Star Trek Into Darkness. The synopsis of the plot of the Unsettling Stars reads, Taking place in an alternate timeline created when the starship Kelvin was destroyed by a Romulan invader from the future, This bold new novel follows Captain James T. Kirk and an inexperienced crew commandeering a repaired USS Enterprise out of space dock for a simple shakedown cruise. When a distress call comes in, the Enterprise must aid a large colony ship of alien refugees, known as the Paranorian, who are under siege by an unknown enemy but Kirk and his crew will find that the situation with the peaceful Paranorian is far more complicated than they bargained for, and the answers as to why they were attacked in the first place unfold in the most insidious of ways. According to Amazon, The Unsettling Stars is due to be released April fourteenth, 2020. More news and Trek Trivia Tuesday in just a moment, but first, a word from me. This show is supported by people just like you, listeners who pledge their support on Patreon.com. From just $1 a month, my patrons help me keep this show going by covering my production costs so I can concentrate on bringing you the latest Star Trek news every weekday. If you would like to join in and help support the show, there's no better time than now. Patreon charges supporters starting on the 1st of the month, So if you sign up to support Daily Star Trek News this week, your support gets to me that much quicker. So please, head to patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News today and pledge your support. That's patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News and a big thanks to you for supporting this show. The holding company of both CBS and Viacom, National Amusements, has voted to approve the merger of the two companies, which is now expected to proceed earlier than expected. The merger was announced back in August and originally expected to close by the end of the year. Now, according to a piece by The Hollywood Reporter, the National Amusements vote has paved the way for the deal to close. Viacom and CBS said in a statement yesterday that the merger is now expected to close by early December. Since the merger was announced, both CBS and Viacom have been plagued by dropping share prices, even prompting Viacom CEO Bob Backish to defend the combined company's strategy at the Vanity Fair new establishment summit last week. But Sherry Redstone, part of the Redstone family who own National Amusements and who will be the chairman of the board of Viacom CBS when the merger is finalized, remains optimistic about the new company's future. At a conference hosted by the Wall Street Journal last week, she said, I think a lot of times when people talk about scale, they talk about market cap. But scale matters whether or not you have the capability to make quantity of content and quality of content. Between the library that we have, the $13 billion spend on content every year, we can compete with the best of them. There's still no indication from the Star Trek Global Franchise Group about how the franchise will look when the films, currently licensed to Paramount Pictures, a subsidiary of Viacom, and the television series, currently owned by CBS, are back together under the same roof. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for, it's Trek Trivia Tuesday. Did you know, the first Star Trek novel ever published was a novelization of seven original series episodes called Star Trek One. The compilation was written by accomplished science fiction novelist James Blish and was first published in 1967. Blish would go on to write 11 more compilations of novelizations, some with the help of his wife, J.A. Lawrence. The last compilation, Star Trek Twelve, was published in 1977, two years after Blish's death. So now, a trivia question for you. While James Blish wrote several Star Trek novelizations, he only wrote one original Star Trek novel. What was it called? Find out on Friday's episode of Daily Star Trek News. Now, don't forget that both Priority One and Mission Log will be broadcasting live this evening. Priority One is up first, broadcasting the live recording of the show that you'll hear when it comes out on Friday. Get a peek behind the scenes and hang out in the chat room. That's at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Head to PriorityOnePodcast.com for details. Then at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, it's Mission Log Live. Ken Ray and John Champion discuss Trek topics with a special guest. And they're taking your calls so that you can be part of the discussion too. Head to Facebook.com forward slash pod for more. Well, that's it for today's Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. For more great Star Trek podcasts, be sure to check out podcasts.roddenberry.com. This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just shoot me an email at info at com, or find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Daily Trek News. I'm back tomorrow with more of the Star Trek news you need to know, and this week in Trek history. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com. The Roddenberry Podcast Network.